Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. Intuition is a part of our holistic well-being. And the more that you learn the sound of your inner voice and how to tap into it and connect with it, the greater confidence you have. And so therefore, affecting your overall health and well-being. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Intuition or intuitive business is something that I speak about every now and then here on the show, but it's something that I've learned is such a huge part of how I built Jennings Photo way back in 2010 and onward when I'm asked questions about how I did this or how to do that or why I did this. A lot of times I'm fi- I find that I come right back to this place of because it felt right to me, which is part of the intuitive process. Today I'm talking with Emily Hall from Emily Hall Listening. She has so much wisdom and advice and ideas around how to run your business intuitively, how to get in touch with your intuition, what that actually means. And you're going to hear it all. So as always, this is a two-part interview. So be sure to listen to parts one and two. But before I jump into an uninterrupted interview with Emily, here are a couple of words from folks that support the show. What if I told you that there is a magic key that is inextricably linked to your success? Well, I have discovered something that is pretty darn close to a magic key, and it is clarity. Clarity helps us to replace overwhelm with energy, procrastination, and confusion with excitement. It helps us to show up as us. It is all the things, clarity of self, clarity of what we bring, clarity of where we're going. It is what makes us excited to do things in business. Do you remember when you first started and you couldn't wait to make your first blog post and book your first client and do your first Instagram post and all of the things that entrepreneurs get super excited about. Well, a lot of times we get stuck and we get overwhelmed and we don't really like it anymore and we feel crappy. And that is always due to a lack of clarity. I am now offering Cultivate Clarity, which is a deep dive into rediscovering your clarity and moving forward in your business with energy and confidence and all of the good things. This is mostly one-on-one with me with some individual work on your own. And so to learn more about Cultivate Clarity, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity to rediscover clarity and grow your business happier and faster. 
Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top of the line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let Pro Photo partner with you to make your website a great one. For listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off, for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code Photo biz help. Well, hey Emily, it's awesome to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited that I'm here with you. Before we jump into all the cool intuitive business stuff and everything else we're going to talk about today, tell people just a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. So I love this question because one of the most frequent questions I get is, when did you start learning about energy and intuition? And the true answer is intuition of ener- and energy have been a part of my life since I was a small child. I would say the major difference is my evolution, my understanding, the consciousness of how I interact with it has been shaped in my adulthood. And so from a professional perspective, this has really formed around the theme of holistic health and wellness, mm-hmm. because I'm a firm believer that intuition is a part of our holistic well-being. And the more that you learn the sound of your inner voice and how to tap into it and connect with it, the greater confidence you have. And so therefore, affecting your overall health and well-being. And professional facets, in a way, this has really taken shape is the fact that I've been a registered nurse for over two decades, some of that in level one trauma centers and some of that in the Amazon jungle, working with ethnobotanists and indigenous healers. I'm a Western herbalist because I believe in the, as I know you do too, the healing energy of plants and the natural energy that exists within the earth. And then probably most important to how I work with people today is that I've been for the past 25 years studying various forms of energy work and intuitive practices, whether it's Reiki or healing touch or nature-based things. And That leads me in the ability of guiding and teaching and working with clients one-on-one all around the goal of life and energy speak. And if I can help you tune in and turn up the volume on that, then that is counted as a success in my world. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm curious, you mentioned your relationship with your intuition sort of evolving as as you've gotten older. Do you think that this is the sort of thing that people either nurture that relationship or just don't. And that's maybe why we don't feel connected to it in in adulthood or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's a really important question because I 
do know that everybody is born with the same level of intuition. We all have this amazing inner voice, this inner wisdom. And then perhaps circumstances in our life or curiosity as we age encourages us to really turn up the listening on that. So yes, I would say that engaging with our intuition is available to all of us. And then there are some of us that pay attention to it for whatever circumstances from a younger age. And that begins to evolve maybe a little bit faster or with more confidence. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you have your you have your place in Minneapolis and I've been there. We've done some work together there. Mutually photos and energy work, which has been really awesome. Are you are you doing anything else outside of the work you do in that space? Yes. So I love working with clients one on one. And so I do do that in my space in Minneapolis, which is a really incredible listening practice where I can help you tap into that wisdom of your body and understand how it's speaking to you. And then I also have a practice over Zoom, where I work as more of a guided intuition with people and helping them reframe the messages that their body's experiencing and learning to strengthen the confidence of how they can listen to themselves just in everyday life. But part of my real passion is teaching energy. And this happens certainly in one-on-one sessions. It also happens in you know, some of the speaking engagements I do, as well as some of the products and information that I put out there on my social media platforms. Because I think that one of the largest misnomers around energy is that you have to be well-versed in it, that you have to have practiced it for a long time. And the truth is that it's with you at all times. And every single one of us is able to tap into that. And so all of the work I do, I just love encouraging people that they are already an energy worker and an intuitive being, and they can just really turn the volume up on this. Sometimes I say, you know, I feel like I speak dozens of languages, but only one of them is verbal, being English. Energy is this amazing silent communicator. And the more ways that we learn to tap into it, the broader our confidence and our existence with it is. Yeah. And, you know, tying that into this podcast, Photo Business Help, but also just anybody in creative business, I bump up against a lot of situations where I don't necessarily have the answer as a coach or as a mentor for people. And I I sort of look back and I think like, what did I do to get success in that area? Or how did I make this work? And it's, it's so often been what I call an intuitive business approach, where it's been something that like just felt like the right thing to do. Um, It wasn't that like I read a book or someone told me to do it this way, but it just seemed like the right thing to do to say yes to that gig or no to that one or give this person discount and this one not. And like, I mean, just like it just, there's a lot of decisions that are made in business in particular that for me personally have been really deeply connected to what feels right in my intuitive center and trying to then convey that to students or clients can be a little challenging because there isn't a right answer. And I think if there is a takeaway in this little ramble I'm going on is just that the right answer is the one that feels right for you, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that what you're saying there is so wise. And so if I was to give somebody, if somebody came to me and asked, how can I tap into my intuition with more confidence and purposefulness? My answer is always the same. The advice that I give is first, you need to start giving yourself credit for how you're already doing it, because it isn't some evasive identity that's out there that you're seeking to 
pull into who you are. It is already a part of yourself. And so the first thing we have to do is give ourselves credit for where am I already connecting with my intuition? And this is often in small little ways, knowing what you want for breakfast, standing in front of a row of cameras and feeling a pull to get curious about a certain one that sounds benign and maybe just like a tiny little glimpse, but that's your body speaking to you. So first look at your life and how you're giving yourself listening ability to your intuition. Give yourself credit, look at your life and give yourself credit. And then secondly, pay attention to what it feels like in your body when you're pulled in a certain direction. Because whether it's as simple as breakfast or it's a large decision, like how do I want to pivot my career path, there is always an intuitive response in your body. And when we are linked into a place of confidence with that, it usually feels like excitement or curiosity. It can still feel nervous. We can still have little tendrils of doubt, but there's a willingness to get curious and explore. And so intuition feels positive. Now, does that mean we can't make hard decisions with it? Of course not. We can make challenging decisions, but it feels like we're curious about what could be next, whether it's the food we want for breakfast or a career pivot. Does the the sort of other side of that play into it? In other words, sort of I'm thinking light and shadow, like intuition feels positive, but can it also be something that guides you because you're like, oh no, that is not for me. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. And, you know, that happens all the time where that sense of yes can rise. Amazingly, we can all have the heck yes, if you will. But we can also have the heck no. You can also say the word hell on here, too. (laughs) Okay, great. We can also have the hell no. (laughs) And just really realize like, that my intuition can stop me from moving forward with just as loud of a voice as it can pull me with curiosity. And we equate that to like dangerous situations or wrong choices. Yes. But ultimately, whether it is a stop and a hell no, that is still deep listening to the right action for you. And so that is a real takeaway with intuition and energy in general is it always links back to the right action for you as an individual. Sometimes that will be an easy, joyful decision. Other times that might take a little bit of discernment and figuring out what's at the root of something and challenging, but it always links back to that deep listening and that check mark of, aha, this is the right decision for me. Yeah, I like that. And I want to bring it back to just an example for people that maybe aren't that connected to their intuition. One of the big examples that I see this show up as a photographer, I'm speaking specifically to lifestyle photographers or anyone sort of in the the gig economy where you're getting emails, people want you to provide a service. In the early days, I feel like my intuition was real loud in the no column with certain inquiries. You You get an email and someone is just really demanding or really disorganized, or maybe it's even spam. And I can remember feeling sort of in my center, my gut, where I would just be like, ugh, like just kind of like a, it was an instant reaction of not feeling aligned with wanting to do the work with this person. And I think that that's something that I talk, I end up talking about a lot in my coaching sessions, because when folks are starting out, or if you're in a slow season and a little bit of a financial pinch, whatever, whatever has brought you to the place of like really wanting to book more gigs, your intuition can be a really powerful tool in those situations because the instinct is to want to just like, yeah, book more, book more. I need more money, more experience, whatever it is. But if you get that sort of rising, like, oh, like that initial kind of this doesn't feel good. I think that's 
something to listen to for sure, because that's not the kind of business that you want to build upon. No. And for my business entrepreneur clients, this is one of the questions that we get the most often. And I think what I hear you saying here is talking about boundaries, because boundaries ultimately are an awareness of our intuition. Intuition. A, a large misconception about boundaries is that they're action steps that we have to set up and say, I will not work past 5 p.m. I will not respond to cold calls in this manner. But what boundaries really are is the ability to step into whatever opportunity is in front of us in that moment, touch in with that energetic core of who we are, intuition, and be able to respond from that place. And so you're absolutely right. And when we're setting up the boundaries of it is saying, okay, what are my loose themes around this for this business entrepreneur? What kind of hours do I want to work? What are my ideal clients, sort of all of that business profile that we do, but then taking the time to really learn to step back and say, okay, am I listening to what is right for me? Because there's so much joyful excitement that comes in through business creation and starting your own entrepreneurial business. It's an amazing connection with your intuition because you're already hopefully sinking into something that provides you passion and likely was inspired from this deep place inside of you. And so as we listen to that, we do need to step into, I can be so joyfully excited to accept everything that comes my way or, and, or I can have this deep listening to who I am and trust that many things can come my way and I get to be the responder. And so learning to develop that skill is a huge part of intuitive business growth. What would you say to somebody who just has no clue how to connect with this part of themselves? Is there an exercise or sort of a, a place to start? Yep. So the first thing, again, is I want everybody, whether this is in a business perspective or you're just coming to me from a personal perspective, is to start giving yourself credit on what you're doing right. Because the best way to gain confidence in listening to our inner wisdom or our intuition is to give ourselves credit that we're already doing it. It's very hard to grow your confidence if you are not feeling that you're succeeding in some way, shape or form. So first, give yourself credit where you're already succeeding in a business perspective. Do you love your work hours? Are you super proud of yourself for changing your career path? Do you really enjoy engaging with somebody? So look at where you're already giving yourself credit. I would say that's number one. And then you naturally will start to expand and get curious about how you want to keep growing that. And number two, I think is important for all of us. So that first one is really an awareness. Like, where am I aware that I'm doing well? The second one is more of an action step. And that is really finding a ritual, if you will, set a space for listening. And you can look at where you already do that. Perhaps you're a runner and you're really good at tapping into yourself when you're running. Perhaps you're a journaler and that's where you can go quiet. But set a space for listening. So it can be as simple as lighting a candle, um, just taking a couple of deep breaths and just allow yourself to be present. So give yourself credit and then find a space for listening. Create a ritual around tapping into your inner wisdom. What's interesting about that, I've had conversations about this with folks before, is I think a lot of people in conversation with me and my experience, but just I've heard people say this as well, you call it listening, but people will say, oh, I get the best ideas right before I fall asleep. I get the, the best ideas in the shower. I get the best ideas when I'm running. And I think that's 
one and the same kind of thing that that sort of listening space that you're calling in because I think anytime we can do something where we're unplugging a little bit and running, taking a shower, getting ready for bed. Those are the those are the times when sort of the world drops away a little bit. So I'm assuming that just any space where you can let that happen will allow you to listen a little more clearly. Is that? Yes, that's exactly right. You know, I do call it listening. My whole mm-hmm. sort of perspective around energy is about listening, getting in touch with that quiet wisdom. I love that. But another phrase that's out there is just getting quiet. Where can you actually get quiet? And what get quiet means is where can you unplug from the thoughts that are on overdrive, right? One silly little way that I do, it's not silly, but one way that I do is I use water. If I can't seem to activate myself in getting quiet, I will purposefully go wash the dishes or I'll wash my hands. And so finding a space that you know, like you mentioned, Natalie, in bed at night, if that's where you naturally get quiet and the thoughts of the day can release, perfect. If you're a runner, fantastic. If you're a cook and you just get lost in the art of that, awesome. But listening is about where can I find that quiet space? Yeah. For me, a big one is just going and saying hello to all my plants because I have so Mm. many of them. Just kind of like taking a minute, getting away from the screen and just like looking at how they've grown since yesterday or whatever. I think that that's been a really big one for me. Well, and I love that you brought that up because nature is such a huge communicator of energy too. And it is not a verbal language, right? It's one of those languages that I refer to as a silent language. And so often for people that get interested in nature, whether it's in their house with plants or outdoors in the outside world, there is a sacredness that rises in the ability to connect with that quiet because nature doesn't ask us to speak. And so as humans, it's a lot easier for us to go quiet when we are around a natural substance or plant or animal or just an environment outside because it encourages quiet. We can find that quiet. I love that. I keep saying I love that, but everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nodding, like, yes, yes. Well, on that note, today I invite you, dear listener, to find a space where you can listen and where you can be quiet. We're going to pick up this conversation in part two, so don't miss that one and uh, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to keep your eyes peeled for part two of this interview with Emily. If you're interested in having a free, quick little business energy reading for yourself, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading. Check that out. It's pretty cool. And stay tuned for part two coming out on Thursday. Quick reminder to check out all that clarity stuff I mentioned in the beginning. You can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. There you can read all about Cultivate Clarity my new one-on-one intensive to help you replace your overwhelm, your procrastination, your confusion, all that crappy stuff with motivation and excitement again for what you're doing. So head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.